Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Wide nine. Get ready to hear a lot of that. I don't know what the equivalent of that was for Joe Woods because I've forgotten about like when you when you've had one defensive coordinator for roughly three years, you kind mm-hmm. of forget about the cliches. But you know, like with Greg Williams, Greg had his own cliches. Technically, wide nine is just a system, but be prepared to hear a lot of that over the oh, next. I'm, ar- I'm already sick of it. You, uh, I mean, I'm excited about the idea. Right? Yeah. The, the execution. And I think it's going to be easier to find guys across from Miles because the system's so uh, pressure friendly. But yeah, it's going to, we're going to say it a lot. We're going to say it a lot. So we've got, uh, we got to get into the NFL playoffs here in just a little bit there. We also have the Pulse coming up with John Vicari at, uh, at 340. But uh, did you say you went to last night's game? Yesterday afternoon's game. Or yesterday's afternoon. I always forget about that. I NBA games NBA games that aren't played at seven o'clock or later don't really make sense to me. Yeah. And it, yesterday it's a weird day because there's basically basketball on all day long mm-hmm. on a Monday, and some people still have to work on on MLK Day. Mm-hmm. We fortunately are off and uh, got a chance to go check out the game. It's a lot of fun. I that three p.m. tip. Pretty much, it's not that I forgot that the game was yesterday, but because we then had Monday Night Football, yeah, I was like, what, "Was that Sunday? Was that was that yesterday? Was that?" Was that <laughs> it was hard Sunday? to keep track of the days this weekend. Yeah, it, it's so because then you say something like that, and my wife's like, "Are you complaining about a three day weekend?" I'm like, "I know, I just am not used to them." It completely throws. And then today is my uh, youngest daughter's their their ninth birthday. So I've got that going on. Like, I don't know what day it is. I do know that the Cavs started slow again. That was frustrating. Yeah. They couldn't score a lick to start that game. It's so weird because we had Donovan bounce out, I think, what, 21 minutes yesterday. And then Darius kind of just took over at the end of the game. He's yeah. just like, I think I'm going to win this game now. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought they were going to lose the game, mm-hmm. frankly, until the end. And all of a sudden you look up and, and you're like, okay, we're up eight points. How'd that happen? It was kind of like... All right, kind of was like Monday Night Football last night because there's a moment where it's like, oh, well, you know, 
Tampa's only down 12, and you look up, it's like, oh, it's 35-14. This game was over at half. Yeah, That's kind of the way I felt about the Cavs last night. But, you know, not today, but soon. This The, the, the kind of slow starts with the Cavs, it doesn't matter today. It doesn't. But it absolutely bears paying attention to because if the Cavs continue to do this, especially on the road, it's like if you get to March 17th and we're still still talking about enough games in a certain amount of period where it's like three quarters of, of Dookie and then yeah. one quarter of excellence, you can't really do that in the NBA playoffs. That's something that really, really hurts you, especially the closer you get to the NBA playoffs. Yeah, there, there's not a lot of room for error once you get to those uh, those games and, and that level of competition. It, it does concern me a little bit that the team – you know, has to kind of turn on that switch from mm-hmm. time to time because I, I just, I'm with you. I don't think that they'll be able to do that against the Boston Celtics, against the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, and what, what scares me about it is I'd like to get to a point where Donovan and Darius can attack at the same time. Like yesterday, as great as Darius was, like I think it's easier for Darius to do that when Donovan isn't on the court. And the whole trade-off that I've made, like I'm just ignoring the minutes counts for the Cavs starters. I'm just ignoring it. Because in my head, I'm like, well, JB's using this time to just just get them ready, right? To, to- oh, they're just racking up minutes. I mean, tread on, on the tires. Like, who who the hell cares, right? Well, but, but the idea mm. is if you, can, if you can shake off the rust, I don't want to say that. If you can, if you can shorten the curve between – adding a great individual player like Donovan to your your core three that you had, if you can knock off that rust by the playoffs or whatever that rounding off those soft edges, whatever you want to say, if you can do that by the playoffs, it'll be worth it. But man, I think we're starting to run. If, if you don't see the minutes dip in January and February, right. you're starting to run this real risk of you do have two undersized point guards, one of whom's got a pretty extensive injury history yeah. in Darius Garland. Yeah. And are these guys going to have enough tread on the tires in, in April? Or are they going to have enough tread on the tires in May? And that's a real it's a real concern for a team that last year collapsed, we think, in yeah. part because of the injuries. I'm with you 100%. And it, it's – listen, we got time. You know, we we got time here before the All Star break. We got time to make moves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's lots of things that the Cavaliers have to iron out before we get to the postseason. But hey, listen, still have the third best home record in basketball. Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive. If they can just if they can just figure out the road just a little bit, like that's the thing. Like, what is it, nineteen and four now at home? If you can just get to five hundred on the road. That's a top three seed. That is hosting your own uh, playoff game, which would be the first time the Cavs have done that since uh, Sean Kemp, Fat Sean Kemp, since maybe Mark Price in the final one or two years. Like, I, it, it's so weird because I think it's too early to ask like the most important question. But like we're talking about the minutes with the the Cavs. I think it's fair to ask. Whether whether JB is playing the guys this much, whether that's about you know kind of rounding off those edges, yeah, or whether JB feels the pressure of trying to win every single night and 
whether JB in some ways is coaching for his job. And I don't want to be dramatic about it because it's not like he's doing it in 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 spite of what's best for the team. But like, you have a deep team. You you should be able to roll <clears throat> nine, ten deep. And, you know, the Cavs starters being what, top five in the NBA for starters minutes. And like there are nights where they'll go ten deep or five deep off the bench. There are also nights where it's like, why did we just play seven guys in 48 minutes? Like it, that part of it, the, I thought JB did a really good job of balancing that last year. I don't think he's done. If I had a criticism of him, yeah, it'd be where the hell's the bench this year. Yeah. And it can't just be Ricky Rubio's out. It can't be. It's gotta be like, I understand the idea of we don't have enough shot creators and you know, we're trying to get everybody the ball. We, you know, I totally get that. It can't just be about rate. You have, uh, who's the, the, the third point guard they have, uh, Raul Neto. So you have him, right? You do have guys who, even though they're not primary ball hand, like you do have got, you can outsource a little bit of this. You think JB's coaching? Do you think JB feels the pressure of quote unquote coaching for his job with his team? I don't think so. I think it's too early for that. Maybe if this were next year mm-hmm. and they had a complete collapse and you know didn't do much in the postseason, I may think that he he would be coaching for his job. But I, I think it's still too <clears throat> too soon. Um, the roster's too young in terms of how long they've been together. There's just there's too many variables here, and I I really do think that that Kobe likes JB. I think I think JB has till the end of the year. I mean, sorry, I that makes it again seem a lot more confrontational. I think. I think it's less about coaching for your job and coaching with the understanding that if you don't make the most of this, the clock's already kind of begun ticking on making as big of a stamp as you can this year, learning to win mm-hmm. on the road and <clears throat> like learning to play 48 minutes, like um, Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland fitting perfectly together or fitting as well as they can together, getting the most out of Evan Mobley. Like, I think you add all of that to just expectations. Like, I listen, if you don't get a top six seed, yeah, I think JB could be in some trouble. I think this, I think this will probably be as, this offseason will probably be as attractive as a job as it's going to be. Right. Because you will have only had one year. There's not, like, it, it's not, you probably will not be to the level of where it was like Tatum and Brown when they were at each other's throats for a while or or um, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. You know what I mean? So, right. like, the relationship is still relatively new. And one year in, you don't have a lot to live up to. So, 216-578-0092. In, in terms of the Cavs' usage of their starters, top five um, starting minutes in the NBA, is that the bigger concern, or is it maybe the uh, the habit of starting slow? That. In about two months, March 17th, the starting slow will matter, I think, even more. I think it'll matter a lot if they don't button it up here. Bill, welcome to the show, bud. What you got for us? Hey, Bill. Hey, you guys. Um, you know, I, I, I like uh, basketball. I try to study it a little bit. And one of the things I really don't like is when we have guard-dominant basketball. And one of the things I've always liked about when Michael Jordan was playing is that they were using a text winner offense, which was the triangle offense, which really wasn't where the 
the idea was Michael Jack, Michael uh, Jordan had the ball in his hand 24-7. People were cutting, moving, and, you know, if it got late in the, in the time clock, yeah, sure they would give it to Jordan if he wasn't open before. If you look at what Kerr is doing right now, it's an off-brand of that. And they use Draymond Green as the triangle person, the main thing to cut off of. We, bring, we have a form of the I call the LeBron James offense, and that is LeBron would bring the ball up the court, and we're a little bit better, but he would dribble, dribble, and it's highly inefficient. And it makes people stand around. And you look at somebody like Mobley, each time down the court, my, you know, my uh, impression, I would like him to have the ball in his hands. And if you look at a game in which we, a normal game we play, Allen is like 7 for 10, and Mobley's like 6 for 10. And, you know, games we lose, uh, the two guards are, you know, 5 for 15 or 8 for 17. And I, if the thought in my mind is, why is it we can't get the ball into the big guy's hands more often? Well, I, real quick, Bill, because we're, we're up against it, buddy. But I, I would say a couple things. One, and I thank you for the call. One, I think some of this is you have you have two guards who rely on the ball being in their hand a lot to make plays. Yeah, they're really good players. Too. I I do like the idea. I I don't I don't can can Evan Mobley be um, like what Draymond has meant to their offense? We know what Draymond's meant to their defense. Yeah, maybe it's a hell of a lot to to throw that on him. If, and I don't know that that's what Bill was suggesting. It's a hell of a lot to ask that a year and a half in. So, like, maybe that's where you can start to break up how you use your your guards and, and maybe get more out of the offense. And maybe all of a sudden the offense can start creating for itself versus the guards having to create for others. Like, those are all great conversations. But, like, for this to happen, Evan's got to be a little bit more confident offensively. For this to happen, Evan's got to shoot a little bit better. He's got to be a little bit more aggressive. Like, you can't force that because I, I do think with young guys where Evan is, you could end up doing more damage than maybe maybe you do positive. There's going to be a time for this. It probably isn't right now. Two one six five seven eight double zero nine two. Uh Is the Cavs' usage of their starters and bench, is that as big of a concern or bigger of a concern than their concerning habits? I don't say effort, but how they start games. You know, it just hasn't been – a great 24 hours for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not only in, in their fans, not only did the the Cowboys absolutely dust the Bucs yesterday. NFL fans everywhere had to wake up to the Antonio Brown Snapchat today, and it just feels like nobody's winning on this one. Well, I mean, he, he, he sort of wins. Yeah, listen. No such thing as bad publicity. <laughs> but like, like if you're, if you're if you are the uh, if you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan and your last 24 hours have been watching that guy continue to be a space cadet on social media and post uh not great just suge- not even suggestible downright filthy content oh yeah and oh by the way what happened in those uh that Snapchat video was basically what happened to your team yesterday by the Dallas Cowboys not great yeah, are, are you buying of the Cowboys? Well, they sure looked good last night, and 
if their defense can continue to play like that, mm-hmm. and you know they put Dak in in situations where he doesn't have to um, really put the team on his back. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of the the, the boot action, the, the play action. I mean, it was it was great. I mean, hitting the tight ends like I I think they got a chance. The NFC's not great, man. Like I I think that that team yesterday mm-hmm. will give the Niners a run for their money. I kind of feel like the McCarthy element of this is the biggest question. He got that little monkey off his back, though, yesterday. Well, and that was, like, I'll be honest with you. I don't know those receivers. I don't know Dalton Schultz could have been any more open. I mean, and 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 Dak made the throws. Don't get me wrong. But it felt like, I mean, it felt like uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were a JV high school team in terms of, like, trying to, like, defend the Cowboys going up against the Dallas freaking Cowboys. Like those guys were so open, and and I mm-hmm. mean that being said, I'm talking about like the big open field throws that he was yeah, making. For sure, he made some really amazing, like fun window throws. That the first touchdown to Dalton Schultz was a lot of fun, but then you look over on the other side. I, this has just kind of been the year of I want to hug Tom Brady. I just want him to know bad he's safe. For him. Yes, yes. I think we've all supposed that the divorce happened because he came back. I don't I don't make that supposition. I just feel bad for the dude. Like you had the ultimate king send off. Then you decided to come back. It got real hairy. Your marriage did not survive. And then that dude just got his booty beat all year. If that if if they had been in the NFC East this year, mm-hmm. they would have been last place. Like they just that's not a good team. Well, I mean, you saw it when when they played the Browns, and mm-hmm. the Browns were able to, you know, basically, uh, you know, win. It took a lot to win that game, but mm-hmm. I mean, they still won, and Tom looked very mortal in that game. So I, I don't know if he's done. Uh, I think he's probably done in Tampa Bay. Yeah, that was so. It, it's interesting. Um, Tom Brady was asked, or so Tom Brady does his his press conference after the loss yesterday, and he ends the press conference. With this, which has had a lot of people suggesting and wondering what what this all means. I just want to say thank you guys for everything this year. I really appreciate all your effort, and I know it's hard for you guys too. It's hard for us players to make it through, and you guys got a tough job. And I appreciate all that you guys do to cover us and everyone who watches and is a big fan of the sport. We're very grateful for everyone's support, and um, you know, hopefully, um, you know, I love this organization. It's a great place to be, and thank you everybody for welcoming me, all you regulars, and. Um, just very grateful for the respect, and and I uh, hope I gave the same thing back to you guys. So thank you very much. Appreciate it. So up until he said, "I'm very thankful for this organization," I was like, "Oh, is Tom, is Tom, is Tom retiring?" Yeah. And the second that he mentioned, uh, you know, there's a very appreciative of this organization. It sounded like, like he's piecing out and going somewhere else. Yes. Yeah. And I think the listen. Four years ago, the potential pursuit of Tom Brady was one of the most fascinating things we'd ever seen. And he was 42. How the NFL will react to 46-year-old, soon-to-be 46-year-old Tom Brady, I have no idea. Like, we had Joe Rexrod on, and I said, would you rather Tom Brady or would you rather Ryan Ryan Tannehill? Tannehill. And I'll be honest, the guy I watched last night, he was missing simple throws. And I don't know, is Tom Brady injured? Is maybe his confidence just shot because he hasn't been protected? And and listen, let's be real honest. This year, they put it all on Tom. 
They didn't run the ball with conviction. They didn't protect him. The defense wasn't what it was. If they were going to win games, it was Tom Brady was going to make a lot of big throws. Right. They didn't win a lot of games because Tom Brady wasn't making those big throws. So, yeah, and, and he missed some deep shots to Mike Evans in the game last night and and has a ton of misses this year. So I, I don't know. I, I, I still think he can play if he wants to play. He's still mm-hmm. one of the better quarterbacks in football. I think... Man, I don't know. Like, if uh, who's of of people that have established quarterbacks, who would blow out their established quarterback for Tom Brady? Like, I don't think Tan. I don't think I don't think Tennessee would with Tannehill because it's not it's not apples and or it's sorry it's not uh it it, it is apples to oranges because you're talking about Tom Brady who might be there for a year or two versus Ryan Tannehill who could hypothetically still be there for the next four to five years. But like if you're San Francisco, would you rather have the next three years of Brock Purdy? Maybe. Or would you, I mean like Tom Brady would be the ultimate go all in move for Mm -hmm. Kyle Shanahan and company. And And you put him in that context with those weapons. I think Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl next year. That's the only team I can say that about, by the way. Right? Yeah, probably so. McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, that offensive line and that defense. I actually, it, it, to me, that that team's on autopilot right now. No disrespect to Brock Purdy. I don't think it matters who the quarterback is with the talent they have. But like Tom Brady, is Tom Brady in Vegas he better than Derek Carr is right now? I don't know. Yeah, it'd be a fun one. Tom Brady with the Jets. Two things would happen. One, Tom Brady would cuckold uh, Zach Wilson for the starting quarterback job, which we like, because then that'd be like Zach Wilson came out last week and was like, I'll tell you, if they bring in a veteran quarterback, whoever it is, I'm going to make his life a living hell. All right, now they brought in Tom Brady. Here's your glasses. Shut the hell up. Please drink it. And the other thing is, I just love to watch like New England folks react if Tom Brady went to the Jets. I think it makes too much sense for him to not end up in Las Vegas. Why? With Josh. Is is it just the McDaniels thing? Yeah, mostly. And they need a quarterback. And they've got Devontae Adams, and they've got a good running game. Like, Mm -hmm. they've got pieces. It does feel like that's one of the most likely spots. I would just caution Tom. Like, and it's so weird because, like, Tom, Tom went to Tampa Bay when the when the thought on that organization, like the stock on the Tampa Bay, the Glazers, was at an all-time low. But, man, they had everything. I mentioned the autopilot thing with the uh, with, the, with the 49ers. They had a defense that had surged, they being the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, had, had surged in the second half to be one of the like five best defenses in the second half of that year before Tom Brady. Right, They had had Mike Evans and Godwin. They had had an offensive line that had really started to come together, and then they added Tristan um, Tristan Wirth. So, like, it was, it was right there. I don't – like, Vegas has got a lot. But, man, that's a bad organization. And here's the other thing. Can, can Mark Davis afford Tom Brady? Isn't that weird? Because they, they were, like, some talks that they weren't going to fire Josh McDaniels because they couldn't afford – to buy him out and hire a new head coach right? on top of the John Gruden stuff, which is kind of out there. You're already going to have to kind of pay Derek Carr a little bit of money to go away. 
Can the Raiders afford Tom Brady? Like, let, if, if, if you put them on the Raiders, because I think you're right, there's been a lot of smoke there. Would you put them, would you put the, the Raiders as a automatic contender? Seven, seven, one of the seven best teams in the AFC going into next year? Uh, it's a good question. I, I think that they... Fair question? I think it's a fair question. Good I think question. They, they could be... The other question is, does he really want to go to the NFC where we've got so many really good quarterbacks? I would I would find a great spot in the NFC and just lie low. I'd be like, I'd call Pete Carroll and be like, hey, man, I got one year. You can do that to your boy no. Gino? Or San Francisco. I think San Francisco. You know, it'd be a fun one. Another great troll Bill Belichick, the Giants. And I got to be very careful because Vicari's coming up with the 2020 and he's the ultimate Daniel Jones honk. You know what? That's it. We're asking Vicari. Whether he would turn on Danny Dimes for one year of Tom Brady. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.